2: Hey, 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 Lions of Liberty fans, this is Felony Friday host John Odermatt. Before we jump into today's show, I got an awesome show lined up for you today. You're going to love it. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about a free market alternative to your standard government-run, government-manipulated, government-regulated medical insurance. Now, this is obviously the open enrollment period that a lot of people, if you have your, your corporate job, you're picking your health insurance, you're setting up your HSA for next year and all that stuff. Well, there's an alternative to that. And it's great for, you know, if you have a regular corporate job, if you're an entrepreneur, maybe you're a uh, contract worker, something like that. It's a flexible option. It's called Health Excellence Plus and Mark Claire of Lions of Liberty, the host of our Monday show, recently interviewed the co-founder of Health Excellence Plus. His name's Jeff Cantor. And in this interview, Jeff goes into detail and spells out exactly what it is, how it works. It's an awesome description of this free market alternative to this government healthcare. So you can check that out at lionsofliberty.com slash health. Welcome to Felony Friday, a presentation of the Lions of Liberty podcast.
0: Here is your host, John Odermatt.
2: Felons, friends, and freedom lovers, welcome back to another edition of Felony Friday, a weekly show right here on the Lions of Liberty podcast. And for those who don't know, Lions of Liberty is a variety show. We have three unique, Shows every single week, starting with our Monday show hosted by Mark Claire, which is a uh, interview show mostly with uh, libertarian leaders. Every Wednesday, we have Electric Liberty Land hosted by Brian McWilliams. It's uh, a comedy show that also focuses on current events with, uh, of course, that libertarian uh, tilt of analysis on all your current events. And every Friday, this show, Felony Friday, where we're looking at Injustice in the criminal justice system. A lot of different formats I have. Today's format is actually um, one that spans all three shows. We do a little thing called Libertarians in Living Rooms Drinking Liquor. And we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, different criminal justice stories, things like that. We're going to be playing America's fastest growing game show, Is It a Crime? And Should They Do Time? I have two of my good friends coming on this show to talk about these uh, issues of today, very important issues of today. The show notes page can be found at lionsofliberty.comslash slash FF205. And without further ado, let's get to the show. All right, here we go. And I am here with Nick Pacone and Ben Panji. Guys, welcome to Felony Friday. Welcome, well I say welcome. You don't welcome me to my podcast. What
1: the heck? So the record when he jumped out of there, it said it switched over to my, uh, over to my Zoom meetup room. So I don't know who's really welcoming who at this point. We're in
2: we're <laughs> we're in your Zoom now? What, or is this an alternate reality? Is this, uh, is this how, am I on your podcast? What's going on? When literally literally when it froze and said, Ari, right, you are now the host." I'm like, "Okay,
1: I'll be the host now, whatever." <laughs> So, this is Nick hosting Felony Friday. How are we doing? So, advice?
2: this is uh, the, the, your new host for, for Felony Friday. This is Nick Pacone. Uh, he has a little podcast called Sounds Like Liberty and uh, does the uh, the old Freedom Song 365. What, what else do you do?
1: I'm mean, going to be honest, just go to nickpacone.com. That's easier these days. There's too much. Free market, screen earth, me and Ben do together.
2: That's true. My and brother been- is a
1: cop, so this makes this real fun. <laughs>
2: That's uh, Ben Panji, the uh, the Liberty Hippie Homeschools Homesteads podcast. What's up, man?
0: Thanks for Let's having
2: talk, me. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. Just talking uh, pre show. You're coming up on a year, right? So when's your when's your year? It's
0: Groundhog's Day. It's Groundhog's Day. I figured that was a good day to, to oh. start a podcast, right?
2: I thought you were referring to like podcasting as like Groundhog's Day. Well, it is because it is. It's. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you, you never get a break, man. It's like every 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 day you're just. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: It's the second best Bill Murray vehicle.
0: It, it that had something to do with it, I think.
2: And how long have you been doing Sounds Like Liberty Ford Nick? I mean, it's been. <laughs> I guess you got years, your two... your pre blast off and your post-blast yeah. It's been blast two. Off. It's
1: been two years this month since the first episode actually went up. Okay. And then, and it would be in February. It'll be two years since Liz joined and then in July it'll be two years from joining the Launchpad so been a while at least two years in the minimum
2: I wish that I could have the same amount of dedication and you know sticking with something and repeating something every week that I do with podcasting with other things in life but you know it's it's hard to get there sometimes (laughs) Uh, let me tell you
0: You, you have people that like hold you accountable, you know, like the, the people that will be angry if you don't show up on Friday, John, um, you know, so you got to do it.
2: I know that's, that's
1: uh... mostly important because yours is like the most important show out of the Lions of Liberty shows. It's not the most entertaining, but it is the most important. <laughs>
2: <Ooh>. <laughs> I'll take that as a backhanded compliment.
1: <laughs> it's not a backhanded compliment. I'm just an asshole. That's all it is. I don't. I don't have the patience for listening to depressed people, and sometimes it sort of feels like
2: it's an inspiring I, show, Nick. It, it is, is. It, it absolutely is.
1: And and my wife loves hallmark videos. To each their and own.
2: You've just compared felony Friday to a hallmark video. So thanks for that.
1: Hey, you're the one that said it was inspiring.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, it is. It is. Uh, not every episode. Some are tragic, but today's episode, I, I don't know what it's going to be. It's going to be something. We got a bu- we got a bunch of stories to talk about. And uh I know I mean you guys dig into a little bit of the uh the criminal side of uh of things on free market screen earth, right?
1: A little bit. Sometimes. Most of I mean and if we're talking about the things that the government does, which is all criminal, especially involved when it comes to the environment. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of that. Uh what was the we had a good one you were talking Ben sent me the other day about the FDA just ignoring all of the people telling them that Talc. Yeah, talc powder was giving people cancer for like decades.
2: Wait, what is it? What is talc
1: powder? <laughs> it's
0: like baby powder. It's like the, you know, big in cosmetics and, and stuff like it gives that. Gives
1: people cancer? Baby yeah, powder? I didn't know that. Yes. Like Johnson and Johnson baby powder. where you been
0: putting that stuff, huh?
1: That's none of your damn business. But for, like, what was it, two, for two <laughs> decades, they were just straight up ignoring all of the third-party people telling them that this is causing cancer, all of the list of, like, individuals saying, hey, this is what we think is linked to the cancer that I got. And they just said, oh, no, 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 the, the, the companies are telling us it's okay.
2: Hmm. <laughs> so has there been, like, a settlement or anything with that?
0: I think it's kind of, not, I don't believe yet, I think it's, it's kind of coming, coming to a head, you know, it's really... It's only been in the past few years, I think that it's kind of come to light that, um, there's serious issues there. Yeah. Yeah,
2: It's it's interesting with these settlements with like mega corporations and they're doing like the same thing with, with opiates now. It's basically just, they're just paying people off. Like they're paying off local communities. Um, you know, no one's going to jail or not. I mean, not that anyone, I don't know if anyone really should go to jail. The The opioid thing is pretty complicated, but, uh,
1: no, it's not. It's called end the drug war.
2: <laughs> well, that part is easy. That's
1: <laughs> legalized drugs. There's no problem. People get help then.
2: Like when it comes to libertarian, libertarian principles, and like we talk about it a lot with like it's like it's like a game. Like if you're going from today's crony capitalist you know cluster that we live in, um, if you try to go all the way to libertarian utopia, it's like a game of Jenga. Like you pull out certain pieces, like stuff might get real bad for a little bit. Um, then it'll get better. You know, have to build back up. But the drug war, you pull out that Jenga piece, the tower's not even moving. I mean, there might be like minor things that might be some minor problem. People, you know, people in the prison industrial system will lose their job. Uh, some things there. But uh, other than that, I don't see much of a downside.
1: Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it looks terrible. Like, I mean, I'll be the first, like my little brother, I said, is a cop. He'd be the first one to tell you that it's stupid. Like, the drug war is ridiculous. You know, it makes his job more difficult. <laughs> it makes it less safe. Mm-hmm. And there's just not any reason for it. I actually had a real good conversation with his um, domestic partner about it the other other day when I was visiting them in Florida. And she she had some choice things to say about it as well, surprisingly.
2: Domestic partner?
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. People kept asking him if they, when they were getting married and they just thought this was easier than getting married. <laughs> and it would stop people from asking. They they kind of did it on the DL just okay. for the insurance. Yeah,
0: that insurance is a big <laughs> one.
1: It was literally like, well, people keep asking us, and we don't want to get married because people continue to ask us. But we do want the insurance benefits, so this is just easier.
2: Do you get the the tax benefit? You don't get the tax benefits, though, do you?
1: Um, I'm not entirely sure how it works. They they live in a state where there aren't a lot of taxes. They live out in Nevada and Las Vegas. Hmm. Yeah. So, if you're ever in Las Vegas and want to have a have a good time, well, go meet my brother. He's fun. <laughs> well,
2: there's there's lots of ways to have a good time uh, in Las yeah. Vegas. So uh, yeah. he's he's a lot of competition. I don't know. That's a pretty bold statement, really.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, oh I, from that. what I remember of college, it was always a lot more fun with my little brother. There you go. So he, uh, he, he also happens to be a, a brother in my fraternity as well. <laughs>
2: No, I don't know why you joined I didn't, I didn't that, know you were a frat boy.
1: Yeah. Talk Kappa Epsilon. I was actually a, president of a fraternity chapter for a while.
2: That's why you're drawn to Lines of Liberty. We're all frat boys at heart.
1: There was a certain element. I'm like, oh, I get these guys. Although I'm from what I remember about uh, Penn State's fraternities, you guys are probably a little different than we were where I was at. We were all pretty dweeby.
2: Yeah, I mean, we I think- were... We were very different than the other fraternities at Penn State. Um, we were like the the non douchebag fraternity. I don't know. I guess it's easy to say that. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what you say, right? <laughs> Probably everyone else thought we were the only douchebags. In I mean,
1: school. you say that, but Brian was in the group, so I that's mean, true. I I don't know how much how much I buy it. Uh, but yeah, it was, you you're talking about like you know the environment and kind of the bullshit there, but what's What's crazy to me is that everyone's worst case scenario is well what do you do when there's pollution or what do you do like when the FD or when, when the organizations have uh, you know go out and conspire with the companies and stuff and the fact of the matter is is like, well that already happens. so the world isn't going to be any worse than where we're at now. The only thing is is when that hap- if we, in that situation we have some type of recourse because we can always have you know the civil system where we can sue you know the big companies. And not have the FDA or the EPA playing, you know, dodgeball with our lawsuits to keep us away.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and, and that's where it ends, right? The EPA is the one that, that kind of I mean, we just saw that with uh, some. Anyway, the the EPA steps in and says, "No, you, you you can't do that." The you know, you can't sue them because we already have this under control, and <laughs> takes takes the steering wheel out of the private you know. And it's not like ending. they actually
1: do anything to fix it. They just you know take a fine. Which is just money—money money that they get to keep. So they have the incentive is on them to, oh wait, continue to do nothing, let them pollute, and just take the fine, which you know isn't big enough to actually damage the company in any meaningful way. It's just enough to make it seem like they're doing something.
2: Yeah, It's a
1: good wealth uh, transfer program.
2: <clears throat> there's a there's a case. I'm not sure what stage it's at, but it's actually it, it uh, involves the EPA and the governor of uh, Pennsylvania uh, Tom Wolf. And it's, I've read an article about it like two weeks ago, but, uh, it's something happening. there was like a major gas pipeline they built across the middle of the state built by, I think it was energy transfer that built it, which is like one of the largest pipeline companies. And, uh, there was, there's investigating some sort of, or I guess it's the DOJ that is investigating some sort of, uh, I don't know, payoffs or something like that, that Wolf took somehow. um, And the EPA was involved in like keeping it hush hush, which does not surprise me at all. I mean, it it probably had to do with Wolf directing the pipeline either away from, you know, somebody who favors him politically, who's a, you know, big money Democratic donor, or maybe they wanted it on their property so they could get paid for it. But uh, that's, yeah, they're just a tool of the state. I mean, they're. They don't care about the environment.
1: Well, I, 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 it's, I don't even just don't even think of it as a tool of anything, but he, like it's a, it's just a program to transfer wealth. That's all it is, you know. Because like I said, they take the money, and then you know make it seem like they basically they play defense against the population, and take a little bit of the company's money for the trouble. That's it. It's yeah, it's, well, it's a service. It's technically it's a service for a private entity.
2: It's not even like a transfer. It's a destruction of wealth. Because there's no i mean they're not like enhancing it or investing it in any way that it's gonna you know it's they're just yeah,
0: crushing they, they're just they they funnel it to their you know
1: their districts their usually. pockets
0: their wherever their people and who knows what they do with it at that point but
1: uh true i, I mean <laughs> in 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 a sense that all money that goes to the government is a destruction of wealth absolutely yes. it's <laughs> destruction of wealth yes
2: mm-hmm Anyway, uh, all right. before we dig into some of these topics here, I see that uh, I see that Ben's drinking something there. What, what are you What are you sipping on? This is a, a Natty Light Seltzer. Um,
0: oh, a, how is a, it? Uh, what?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Aloha Beaches. That's what it's, it's called. It's a, it's not bad actually. Well, um
2: a, that's a great name. <laughs>
0: it's uh, as long as it's cold, it's all right. When it gets warm, it, it tastes like rubbing alcohol. Um, but uh, you know, when it's cold, it's not not bad, I guess. <laughs> it was cheap, and I had to try it, and uh, cleaning out the fridge, and that's what, what was there. You just yeah. ran out of
1: White Claw, and that's where you landed?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. No, I, it, I mean, usually, is it
2: worth the price? Because it, I'm sure it's highly discounted from, like, White Claw, but... Are, are you asking, is it better than White Claw? Or that, no, that I'm is, asking, like, based yes. on... Because you're, you're paying less anyway, so you're not expecting, right. like, to be drinking a White Claw, but, like... I... I, I You'll it's, buy it again?
0: I, I'd buy this over, over White Claw any day. I mean, yeah, you know, for, especially for that price point. I mean, White Claw is, you know, same thing. It, it gets warm. It tastes like rubbing alcohol. And uh, I don't know. I mean, seltzer is seltzer. As long as it's got bubbles and a little fruity flavor, you're, you're
2: all right. It sounds like you need to start <laughs> drinking faster if your uh, seltzer is getting warm. Yeah, but not tonight. Valid not tonight. point. <laughs> I got a uh, <clears throat> little southern tier. Lakeshore fog, a hazy, juicy yeah. IPA. So, the anti IPA crowd that we have in the Alliance of Liberty Pride is uh, not going to be happy with that.
0: Well, I, I, uh, I go up to visit uh, family up in uh, New York in the, in the summer. We picked up a, a mixed pack of that stuff. And I think it was they had that in there and the, the New Juice yeah, IPA or got something. The same like. thing. It was really good. And, and I hate IPAs. And if, uh, it, was, it was quite, I was impressed.
1: Very impressed. That's all what? Ellicottville, right?
0: Say that again?
1: That's all Ellicottville, Southern Chair Brewing Company. I don't know.
2: I think so. It's uh, It sounds right. And they, they did open like a satellite brewery in Pittsburgh. So they do like test brewing like they'll test. Dude. It's out of the North Shore. Yeah. It's not far from where you where you play, Nick. Um, but uh, they actually have a thing. I don't know why anybody would do this, but you can do like a double tour. You can tour the Pittsburgh one and they get on a bus and drive up to the brewery in New York and i guess mm. get a tour there and turn around and come back
1: i mean it's it's right next to holiday valley for skiing
2: if we, yeah well, i don't even think it's overnight though i think it's like a one, like a one day thing do they give yes, you something on the
0: bus i mean how long is that bus ride as long as they give you something to like carry you over and like could you i wonder you, if that's the I thing, thing. I suppose, like you get a but... bucket
1: for the ride maybe maybe that's what it is yeah it's like it's the party bus thing drink from one all the way to the
2: other in the back might be nice in the fall. All the That's guaranteed like
1: five, six hours of drinking, right?
2: I would think so. Just in hmm. drive time. Don't do it in uh, this time of year. It's stuck in a snowstorm.
1: <laughs> I can tell you right now, having driven through Ellicottville in the winter time. no, definitely don't. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so let's, uh, let's dig into some of these stories here. And I mean, the one I sent out. You, you um, don't want to hear about this
1: nondescript alcoholic beverage I'm drinking?
2: Oh, what are you drinking?
1: I found a... A bottle that just has some like Sharpie black cherry vodka on it <laughs> in my cl- closet. <laughs> I just started drinking that.
0: Does it taste like vodka? At least do you, do you know there's actually alcohol in there? Or is I'm not in, like...
1: entirely sure. All right. if, if I run out of it and like it's I'm not too drunk, there's a bottle of uh, <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Captain Morgan's upstairs. Mm. Right. This God, is just Captain. stuff that I found in my closet because we don't drink very often.
2: Yeah, well. yeah. <clears throat> do you have any shows down in Pittsburgh coming up, Nick? Uh,
1: Pittsburgh <laughs> tends to all revolve around when the, uh, what do you call it, when the uh, Pirates games are.
2: Oh, so you and don't play so in they, the winter then?
1: You, I mean, we we, we can. Um, we don't have anything booked right now, although my partner needs to get around to doing that. I'm not there to do the booking. Um, but, yeah, they don't usually book until like, they kind of know what Pirate season is going to be.
2: So. Well, you know, something's got to attract the people to the pirate game because it's not going to be the Pirates.
1: Oh, I used to have a Pirates hat when I was a kid.
2: I mean, I'm a I'm a big Pirates fan, but they, they just they just suck.
1: I hate, ba- I hate Baseball sports. sucks. So there's that.
2: Tune in to Felony Friday this week where we talk about baseball and stuff having nothing to do with felonies.
0: Base, baseball is a felony. That is the biggest waste of my time that I have ever witnessed. I, I'm telling you, it is like I, I – Good Lord, man. Go watch the grass grow. It's the same damn thing.
1: <laughs> I don't know. You, there are people used to come and watch me run cross country back in the day, which What's I always was confused by. That's like, well, why in the hell would you sit there and watch me run through a field? No, Go find it's... anything better to do with your time.
2: Well, in mm. cross country, though, you're only watching everybody and leaves finish. and then everybody mm. comes back. Like, watching golf is, is way worse than anything.
0: <laughs> I suppose, I suppose.
1: I mean, you can you can you can at least gauge form and stuff like it, it, on each hit in the stroke. You can I think all it. of it's boring. I, I'm just uh, for the record, I'm just as bored watching football <laughs> as, as anything else. So
2: coming next from Nick and Ben, the anti sports ball
1: podcast. Is, is Ben in in like the actual like uh, pride
2: thing like uh, fantasy yes. football with you guys?
0: I yeah. am, and ask me how I'm doing. I'm I'm winning. It's, I'm winning. It's
2: actually a very sore <laughs> subject. <laughs> so so for the listeners out there who are like, what are these what are these guys talking about? We're talking about sports. We have uh in our Lions of Liberty Pride, if you join it by going to patreon.com slash lines of liberty, you can participate in a thing we call uh well we have a show every pretty much every week called Degenerate Gamblers. We're gonna we talk about random stuff like this and uh and gambling. But there you can participate in a Little gambling league that's no real money involved. It's all fake money, and uh, Ben is killing everyone. Surprisingly, especially considering that he's a hippie who doesn't wear shoes and uh, or watch just, football uh, or watch football. That's probably why he's winning.
1: <laughs> there's no way to get thrown off the trail. Like there's no way to let the propaganda fool you that way.
0: I'll tank next week. It's like you know, the, mo- the it's
1: like the most libertarian way to to do any of the stuff. You know, you you just don't listen to the mainstream media on any of it. Just go with instinct.
2: Well, that's why, like when you do like a March Madness basketball pool tournament thing, you fill out your bracket. The people who always win are like the chicks who just pick based on like the uniform colors. It's not. I mean,
0: <laughs> Gonzaga. I, I in high school it was always Gonzaga. Gonzaga would win everything, and they never did, but.
2: You know, I guess you're based Gonzaga. on name. Yeah. yeah.
1: I just think of Dusty Gonzaga's from Aqua Teen Hunger Force.
2: You <laughs> lost me at. Well, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Gonzaga. Well, um, you know, I, I got aqua Gonzaga. Teens, I, didn't the the, aqua, okay. I didn't get get the, the, yeah, the Aqua Teens
1: I forgot you don't see, watch TV. See, while you guys were doing college, I was just watching a lot of cartoons.
0: Yes, aqua Teens is a great show, man. Great show.
1: That was a stripper that Carl had, like. And invited over once or no she came over as a plumber right I,
0: I don't recall <laughs> the specifics I remember <laughs> you know, a few things here and there <laughs> random things that I remember from, from those nights But uh. I mean if we
1: just want to you know, talk about is it a crime how about all the times that me and my cop brother ran from the cops when we were in college
2: take it back there
0: is that is that a crime is running from the cops crime is lying to the cops crime
2: <sighs> according
1: to the cops it is
2: hold on let, let me kick this segment off properly <laughs> is it a Now we're kicked off properly. Um, so what's the question? Is it a crime to run from the cops or should it be in a libertarian utopia? Is that the yeah. question? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I guess it depends on the crime. So in a libertarian utopia, what would – I mean obviously it wouldn't be half of the – no, 99% of the things that are crimes wouldn't be crimes. So let's say you uh, go on your neighbor's property. And steal something, and your local uh, community police force that uh, you've consented to patrol your to pa- patrol your neighborhood comes to your house and arrest you because you violate the terms of the contract. If you run away, is that a crime? I think it would
0: depend on how you're absconding from the police. Are you, are you on foot? Are you in a vehicle? Are you putting other people at danger? Um, you know. If you're in a car and you're going 90 miles an hour and you clip a little kid, then yeah, sure. But if you're on foot and you're just faster than that, that you know, policeman, well.
1: Just hiding out on various places on campus, I know. you know.
2: I, I've always had a, a big problem with police chases, just overall, like as a tactic. It's, it's the dumbest thing. It puts mm-hmm. everyone at risk. Yeah. It takes, uh, I mean, you have one crazy person can end up killing what. 10, 20 other people well, you get a terrible accident because the police are chasing it. Well, Unless funny you're going thing you mentioned
1: um, Up here in Cleveland, one of the big things that they have a tro- problem with is the dirt bike gangs. Really? Uh,
2: <laughs> That's a <Yikes>. thing?
1: <laughs> well, he, all, like all the young guys up in the hood, they don't, I mean, they don't have money to buy like Harleys and shit like that, so they buy dirt bikes, which are obviously more affordable. They're also a little bit more limber. So it's much easier to, say, dodge the police when you can kind of just flip it in somebody's front yard and, you know, duck out, you know, drive get around that way. Um, and there's a stand-down order because of it, like, because the police, like, essentially, like, there's nothing you can do about it. You can't chase them. Like, they just – the type of vehicle they have is too agile. So there's a lot – there's been legislation that are trying to get, like, to make it harder for them to like, get – uh, dirt bikes here
0: in cleveland oh god you're gonna need like a, a background check to buy a dirt bike in, in cleveland now <laughs>
1: it's a pretty rough neighborhoods man. Oh, man i don't think i don't think they'd care anyways i don't think any of them legally owns the freaking dirt bikes <laughs>
0: imagine that, imagine <sighs> that. I-, I watched a video not too long ago it was a it was a cop chase of a like a quad down somewhere in in I don't know the rural south, and they were like all over the place, man. Through trees and the woods, and it was just like, forget it. The cops were done. They couldn't couldn't go. Well, that's
1: right? exactly yes. it. When yeah. they they can't drive through somebody's backyard. Yeah. Tough.
2: <sighs> well, it's not like if during a cop chase, if you drive off the road in someone's backyard, the cops would be like, oh, you know, we'll just let you be. <laughs> I mean.
1: Well, no, but what, what can they do? Because you, you, you drive down that backyard into the next street, and then you just reverse it the same way you came like they still have to get around that neighborhood back to where you are. By the time they do that, you're already long gone.
0: Yeah. Cause on, on the dirt bikes and stuff, you know, you're, you're more mobile. You're able
2: have you ever driven a dirt bike, John? Oh, so you're talking about on – no, I have not. <laughs> so you're talking about on dirt. I thought you were – okay. So I didn't realize you were talking about still on dirt bikes driving around in a neighborhood. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree that if you're going to get in a police <laughs> chase, probably the best thing to do is to get do it on a dirt bike.
1: Well, but well, yeah. so my, my point was just that they have a standard. That is
2: not advice. Anyone out there do listening, that don't take that advice.
0: Legal advice on Felony <laughs> Friday. <laughs>
2: but that is a good i mean that is a good uh i think is it a crime to kick it off so let's just stick with the is it a crime theme and knock some of these out so ben sent a, uh, a crazy story about um in china which i had not heard of this i don't know if you guys have been following this or heard of it before but i didn't know that they were doing gene editing anywhere um I guess do you, they wait, are. In you China. didn't. You
1: didn't know that. That's not. That, 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 there's people in the U.S. that do it in their garage. <laughs> are you? So, are you kidding me? <laughs> not at all.
0: It's like those little kids building building uh, nuclear reactors in the garage, you know, for for the science fair.
2: Same thing. Whose genes are they editing in their garage? Dude, dude, dude get, I,
1: I I can't get into specifics. But look it up. You'll have your mind blown. <laughs> stuff's crazy.
2: Anyway, so so in China, I mean, I guess the long and short of it is. Uh, not to get too much into the details of it, but I'll post the article on the show notes page. Essentially, there were two twin babies, and the parents of the twins. I think the father had HIV, so in China, that is you know there's a big stigma against that, so they couldn't go to like normal doctors. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that that's what it seems like in the article. <laughs> yeah. So they ended up going to I don't know these are like under like these are like government some like some sort of scientist doctors that were i mean they'll take anybody if, if they can mutate genes of the baby so they tried to mutate the genes in order to make it so uh the twins uh infants or twins you know they're still um you know they're not born yet what's the term for that in utero The,
0: the embryos in utero yeah.
2: embryos yeah um but apparently they didn't do it right and um they still, they don't know what damage they did and they, there's like a whole cover up on when they were born, like saying they were born in a different month, right? Then they were yeah, actually yeah. born trying to cover up the, the identity so nobody can track these, who these uh, twins are.
0: They're, they're making it, trying to make it difficult to figure out who these kids are so you can kind of follow it, right? Um, you imagine the, uh, the stigma and whatnot that's attached with that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they, they, it's, I think they said they were born in November and all reports and everything else says that they were probably born in, in October. Um, you know, and it's, I don't know, I thought it was sort of, it's one of those things that's interesting, right? Like how, is it a crime? Is it a crime to, to do that, to manipulate someone's genes and, because who knows the repercussions, right? Like, and that was, that was the issue with the thing. The story is that, we're not sure of the repercussions. We're not sure what gene mutations may come of this, because you know, the, the one that they were aiming for didn't present itself. Um, so they don't know whether or not it's actually worked. But you know, there there may be other things on the side, and so you know, how do we deal with that? How do you? What do? You, where does that fall? Um, you know, because they he they edited these genes, right? They did this when they were embryos. And you know that 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 brings in the whole like abortion thing and and where does life actually begin, and when is a human a human and so you, I don't know I thought it was kind of an interesting an interesting thing to think about um, you know is it is it okay to mess with these embryos and you know if it is, then should you terminate them before they actually become human or or what you know because then once it becomes human it has these rights that all of a sudden you know we have to take and, and abide by so
2: i don't
1: know so you're just taking mark's advice and trying to make this an abortion debate there ben <laughs> well,
2: i oh, I, well, uh, that's, I mean that's oh essentially God. what it becomes though right because yeah it's a i mean yeah what's the basis for when Who's who's giving consent? That's what it comes down to. That's when right. it comes down to an abortion. That's what it comes down to. Um, with gene editing of embryos, that's what it comes down to. If uh, you know, somebody's giving hormone blockers to their four year old in order to try to transition them. So, I mean, I I can kind of work my way through those scenarios and say like I don't know if you guys would agree or not, but I think it's pretty clean cut that somebody giving hormone blockers to a four year old I, I, I would call that a crime. I think.
1: Well, I, I yeah. always look at this as a first
2: princ- a first principles case.
1: Um, is is the libertarian philosophy more important than the culture or not? At the end of the day, if the expectation that everyone is, we has to share one culture, then you have to kind of then you kind of have to default to the libertarian case. However, if you don't make the if you don't believe that everyone has to have the same culture, well then it becomes a cultural issue.
2: Um, so, so just to expand on that, um, kind of reading between the lines what you're saying, some, some people might not, might not get this, but am I interpreting right? What you're saying more than one culture. So you could have a community over here who, you know, they have totally legalized abortion. They might have other things legalized that this culture over here, you know, maybe, uh, because it's it's based on the consent of the community. Is that what you're coming down to? Well,
1: or? it's not. I'm not necessarily saying that it's based on the consent of the community. In- invariably, that's part of the whole reason that, um, your freedom to associate is so important. Because you know, you're never gonna. Like, maybe someday you you may convince me that you know a human life begins at conception. The fact of the matter is, if I don't believe that's life, then that's what I believe, and you're mm. going to have to get into thought crime to force me to not believe that. Right. Um, and in the same vein, like I don't would never presume to make anyone else. That's why I'm always kind of at a. I, I will always support pro-lifers um, when they get into mm. a stupid debate with uh, stupid <laughs> non <laughs> stupid pro choicers It's in that. If you believe it's murder, you have every right to believe it's murder, and you need to follow that path the way it is. Are you guys going to eventually start a war with the tribe next to you that doesn't believe it's murder, I guess, is the real question. Um, The the one place that I think it does, more than that, because I think technology is inevitably going to solve that problem, the place that it actually really does um, have real implications, I think, is actually in the uh, age of consent issue.
2: Um,
1: the fact of the matter is, there are cultures out there where that's perfectly fine. I don't necessarily agree with it because I didn't grow up in a culture that thinks that's fine. I think having sex with kids is wrong. Mm-hmm. But if you all you've ever known is that that's okay, like, are you going to go to war and murder a bunch of people who are raised and indoctrinated with an idea that's different from your own? So. And you, you, and you may choose to because, at a certain point, you have to you have to make that determination that is what is more important: the libertarian philosophy or cultural bias.
0: Well, I think to get to the libertarian <laughs> ideology, you have to sort of do away with your cultural biases, at least to some degree, right? You have to sort of recognize that, I don't know, consent is is something. Right, you have these natural. Yeah, but it's all based on. That's defi- all
1: based on definitions, bro. What do What are you? What are you using as your definitions? Like, it's a, I,
2: I, I suppose. To. I,
0: yeah, to some degree. To some degree. Well, um,
2: it, if everything's based on definitions. I mean, that's our, our existence, our conversation right now is based on definitions that we're all. I agree. <laughs> that we're all able to communicate, and that you're both not insane, and well, maybe you are. I, don't I, don't know. Know. <laughs> I wouldn't, wouldn't even that. <laughs>
1: Either one of us. In fact, this, this is probably the worst podcast to question whether or not your guests are insane. I'm, I'm willing. I'm willing to admit we both are pretty, pretty nuts.
0: There's a, a strand of that running <laughs> deep in that.
2: But, but okay, so maybe let's let's get back to the gene editing because.
0: So that's that's like that's, where I mean, it is, right?
2: I, I think no matter what, the mainstream culture is going in that direction. So we're going to face that question, right? What, what were you going to say, Ben?
0: But it's just it because it brings up that ethical sort of is this okay? Like at one point, it's it's okay to you know play with these embryos to play with these cells, and and I totally get that, right? That's that's science. That's how you make advances in science. You experiment with things, but then when it turns into human life, like where. Where do you stop? Where do you draw the line? Where do you say like, okay, this this is not okay anymore because um, we now have you know little little baby gargoyles running around.
1: Um, okay, here, here let me here's a question for you. I'm going to turn this around. So uh-oh. say say no. Say you have we know which what gene cures diabetes, and so you well, can have your child and you can have your child born with without diabetes, um, but you choose not to do that because you have a religious. I mean. It was, as laws stand now, you could actually probably be taken—you know—have your kids taken away from you for failing to do what could prevent them from getting a, a life-ending illness.
0: And so, and I get that. And and the thing with this story, even like the guy was trying to mutate the gene that um, basically makes you—I don't want to say immune to age, but like HIV. Um, it basically prevented them from from getting HIV. And so that's what it did. And that's what they were trying to do. And they they failed at it. They didn't do it. Um, and so, you know, and there's going to be failures en route to that cure to diabetes. Um, and so what do you do with those those failures? Do you, you know, let it progress out? Or do you?
1: What you do is you, how you look, do you look not? at your contract. You look at the contract and what liabilities were assigned to who. And that's what you go on. That's all you can go on. Like presumably, if you ask somebody, if you ask someone to inject your preborn child with a chemical that's presumably going to cure them of some illness, um, you're going to have something written in there that it, it, that exempts them from liability from things that could happen. How far-reaching that goes, I don't know.
2: But as as the study of genetics, you know, advances, if you look at like. Uh, epigenetics, which is how really like how they're able to to influence the gene expression without like changing the, the, the genetic coding Um, just by changing the environment you're in, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. the the, the stresses that people have on them. Um, So, you know, you might go in and change a gene. So somebody can't get, or maybe at the time you're thinking they can't get diabetes because we're changing this gene. But I don't think we understand to a point. There could be other things, other factors uh, on the environment that you're raised in that are causing that gene to express itself that way, um, and it, it might just work around it. You might end up right back where you are. So it's. I, I don't think Absolutely. it's as black. And, I don't think it's as black and white as. Not, I'm not even saying that you're saying that. I Just wanted to bring that. Uh, well, I mean, to me, it, 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 it,
1: it is black and white because any in any case, you're going to enter into this. You have to know that there's ramifications. Like, if you go and get put on the pill, like, <laughs> there's things that can happen. Like, you 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 theoretically could you lose the ability to ever have kids again, doing stuff like that.
2: Yeah, but I guess the question would be your decision, or you and your significant other's decision, who are having this child together. Do you have the right we talk to make that decision for the unborn embryo, right? Um, and I would think that's it, that's it, for somebody who is. Um, in favor of abortion, uh, I don't know if you, you, know, you need to get into like what term in pregnancy or whatever. In favor of abortion at all, you're probably more likely to not be opposed to that. Somebody like myself who believes, um, you know, life begins at conception. If life begins at, at conception, then that's a separate life right there. Do I have a right to edit the genetic code of that life? Um, I, I don't know. It's- <laughs> serious well,
1: theological question. Well, there. no, and this and this is why I always say this 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 all really depends on which is more important to you. For me, the nap is is a stand-in for my religion. Like, I I brushed away my Catholicism a long time ago, and I kind of utilize the nap as, you know, what, <laughs> how my gauge for what's moral, not moral. Now, if you have something that supersedes that, say religion. That's kind of on you as to how you can interpret that. Um, I think in most of these cases, uh, tech, I always say technology is going to be the thing that actually ends up solving it because eventually that technology is going to get where well, the risk is so small and it doesn't matter because we are going to eventually know more.
2: Why um, haven't we gotten there with LASIK eye surgery? That's my question. What do you mean it's why still, haven't got it's Still, like people are like split on it. I mean, we've had it for what's been like thirty years. Did, LASIK eye surgery.
1: People are split He's, on it for political reasons now, because too many libertarians use it as the example of something that works, that was isn't you know enforced by the government to be regulated.
2: But if you talk um, to like, I mean, there's a lot of people that have had terrible terrible experiences with it. Like uh, one of our pride members, Colin Krieger, almost went blind getting LASIK eye surgery. And John, like you Joe can go Biden in and get, for the rest of
1: your life, <laughs> and you can go in and get Botox and have your skin melt off. Everything there's a there's a risk of some bad shit happening. <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. you, you can never get rid of that. Now, you can make the question: Is it worth tinkering with something that is so high risk as your eyes? I know plenty of people that have had LASIK, no problems, lots of them. Mm-hmm. Like you have to break down what the actual numbers are on it.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's, see, for me, it's it's one of those things, like, I, I totally get, like, as an adult, as a person, as a human, like, I, I can subscribe to all those things, right? If I want to go get my eyes done, I can do that. If I want to do Botox, I can do that. It's just totally other world when you're dealing with an embryo, something that's just cells, right, that, that legally, I mean, doesn't really have rights. Um, and then it's something that after a given point has rights. And and there's, I assume if you're going to do some gene editing on it, you're going to bring it into the world as a human being. And you know, what if you, what if you have, what if you bring into the world, something that's totally not, you know, legit, not sustainable, not, you know,
2: it's a weird thing to think about. I don't know. It's very weird (laughs) to think about, but it's coming. It's coming quickly.
1: Well, I think that that's actually, this is why I always say, there's a lot of implications that people don't think about in the whole abortion debate, because if you do take it back to conception, well, now you really need to start. If that's, you're willing to say that that's where you essentially can't make decisions about this thing. Well, that has to have severe implications on how you're able to parent because (laughs) essentially you can't do anything that's going to have lifelong ramifications on this child because You've already determined that it's not your place to do any of that. The only thing you can do is something that would essentially keep it alive. Like th- that that to me. That's
0: a pretty not, big window.
1: Why is that a big window?
0: Keeping things alive. Well, that's,
2: I, a, yeah, that's a huge. I mean, I, I I see where Ben's coming from. That's a huge window to me. I mean, well, no, it, but that's
1: a, if, that's, if that's the point at which you say that like this thing. Is the only thing that can make choices for itself, which presumably someday would we'll be able to decide if it wanted to live or not live. That's a choice it could make for itself. Um, you're you're establishing that the only people thing that can make a decision for it is itself. So you're kind of absolving yourself of the legal right to make decisions for it at that point. Mm-hmm. Now. I'm. I i do not to, to me, there's nothing contradictory in the fact that I kind of don't look at it as being a person. I think that there's um, a certain something that's going to make you a person. I also don't know that I care about human life in general. So, there's <laughs> that? Well,
2: I, I guess. I guess my view on it: uh, the gene editing is coming, and probably the best way to influence it. I don't think it's through politics or through making laws I think it's culturally um, to you know try to get people understand that because it's going to come down to eventually people are going to be editing genes. To, you know, I want my son to have blue eyes and to be six five and to,
0: it's How do I don't give it's my a horse cock it's all I want to know
2: <laughs> so I mean that's that's the danger and then you end up with everyone looking exactly the same or
1: well, and we already have a we already have um, a bit of this. Like, this is not something that's in the future. This is something that's actually happening right now. If you look at Iceland mm-hmm. and oh, what yeah. they've been doing mm-hmm. with abortions and Down syndrome. Yep, they've brought their chan- they brought down their rate of Down
2: syndrome to zero by eliminating because- by killing the, all the Hooray. unborn babies.
1: Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, you know how many other things can we decide, Well, oh, this is going to be too threatening to the child's life. That you know, too debilitating that. Why would you ever let somebody live a life like that?
0: Well, it's just a progression, you know. Why would you let someone with diabetes live? I mean, they're, they're going to die, right? And then we end up in the freaking absolutely Dern Reich again, you
2: know? Um, yeah, you know. See, it's uh, the old slippery slope. This, this,
1: this, this child is never going to look like Selma Hayek. Why would you let her live that life? <laughs> yeah. Murder it uh, all. Yeah. You're not Brad Pitt. Death.
0: Brad, Brad Pitt's cousin. Um.
2: <laughs> so, obviously, we're not going to solve this today, unfortunately. Tune in no. next week where we solve this gene editing problem. Um, but I just want to move on to a couple... Of, we'll just do. We'll just make this all yeah. is a crime today. We won't talk about the other yeah. stuff. Right. So, uh, another interesting story that I saw... I think this happened in Pennsylvania, actually. And I haven't seen the video yet. I don't know if you guys were able to watch it. But I can imagine what happened from reading it is these uh, two guys... Recorded themselves, posted on social media, abusing a deer. An injured deer is down. Um, they're kicking it. Yeah, they're stepping it, it, on its throat. You got it, was,
0: it got shot. It got shot. Explain like abuse, because when I read that at first, I was a little confused. I was thinking we we're in Scotland or something, and I just didn't. Want
2: well, to did it shirt. get okay? So it got shot first. It I, got I, shot. I don't know if it was hit by a car or what happened. But. Yeah, they
0: they shot it or somebody shot it, and um, they they came upon it and videotaped themselves abusing it and by abusing it they were stubbing on its legs while the other one kicked it in the face and then they grabbed its antlers and, and tried to drag it around um,
2: and, do they uh, say do they know if it was those two that shot the deer or
0: I, I, I'm not sure um, I would am, I would probably imagine I don't know They hmm. I, I saw a part of the video um, and they were both in camo they had obviously been out hunting it was the first week of, of hunting season in a uh, rifle season uh, rifle yeah, yeah rifle season um so I, I imagine they probably were um you know but it wasn't uh they, it's not like they were in their their day clothes out there and um
2: well i, I, to- I will say one thing this plays right into the hands of the uh liberal progressive uh, media that thinks of hunters as you know these Backwoods scumbags. people who are scumbags and just shoot animals to leave them there to rot. It's bullshit,
1: John. So. I guarantee they were Democrats. <laughs> they they
2: probably were, Nick. Democrats these are probably two, two Democrats that went world. out there, and got their hunting license, and said, "Let's just kick some deer in the face." So uh, he, he guarantee- put a, a
0: they put a Donald Trump mask on him before <laughs> before the him
1: in the face. I think the the real question is: So how old are these two men that were, that were on video doing this?
0: So One was a minor.
1: Yeah. So already, already. It's, One it's, was a minor. Easy.
0: The other was an adult. Um, so, you know, and then by adult, I don't know, eighteen plus, I guess, right? So,
2: have they uh, apprehended the two?
0: I uh, guess you're, I, you're the elite,
2: lead correspondent here. But. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I, I <laughs> think they probably have. It's been it's been all over. Um, there's lots Let's of see. YouTube stuff. Lots of. Um, I, I think they probably have. Um, because they're, they're pressing charges. So I imagine if they're pressing charges, they have to have somebody.
2: Who's pressing charges on yeah, this? I don't see any charges pressed.
0: What? Well.
1: I mean, okay. is, is it? Is they're, it?
0: They're tri- people are trying. Maybe it's. In the video, two teens now identified by the commission as an adult teen over age 18 and a juvenile teen, reportedly from Brookville, appear to kick the white-tailed okay. buck in the face, step on its legs, rip it at its antlers. Okay. Um, so. I imagine they they do know who it is i mean their faces are on youtube it, it doesn't take that that long um, so
2: so there, there's people out there who would hear about this story and they would say well this is no different than somebody who goes out and hunts deer and uh takes it home and eats it and they would look at it as the same way the same thing well, what, the, what would you is, say to someone like that
0: this is what i do to like my chickens, my goats, my deer, before I put them in the freezer, I, I just I kick them and I throw them against the wall. I knew it. <laughs> I, you know what that does? You know what that does to me. Person raises- likes to
1: take a dump on them to really make the death as obscene as possible.
0: Look, that that raises the adrenaline the adrenaline level in the animal,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: adrenaline doesn't taste good. It makes Mm -hmm. the meat tougher. It it adds bad flavor. That's not what you want to do. If you are going to be eating an animal, that's not what you're going to do. You're going to put it out as quickly and as easily and as efficiently as possible. Um, That's not what these kids are doing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. As an Um, ethical hunter, um, and I've had this happen to me before where where you shoot uh, a deer and you come come up on it and it's still alive. It's kicking around. And sure, yeah, you could wait and let it die a miserable death. Um, mm -hmm which first of all even if it didn't affect the taste of the meat the ethical thing to do is to put it out of its misery as quickly as possible okay. but uh yeah just practically it it makes sense to do that too because it's it's not good for it's not good for the taste of the meat that you're going to be enjoying yeah I and mean,
0: that, and that's it like ethically and and it just boils down like just put it out man i just i just had to do a chick like that like a a 5 week old broiler chick i had to kill it cuz it was not surviving you know it was gonna die on its own and what's the point you know put it put it put it out of its misery let it be done Um, you
2: animal killing baby i know
0: it let me tell you man it's not the not the proudest day of my life but it had to be done you know um and and these kids like that and that's the thing right they it's just it's stupid it's stupid um Stupid kid stuff, but... Uh, I personally yeah.
1: would just recommend going to check out Free Markets, Green Earth, episode 11. Animals are people too, question mark.
0: They are people,
2: Nick.
1: <laughs> um, but specifically in that episode, we actually get into the whole idea of what you can and can't and aren't allowed to do to animals. And like they have rights. What kind of rights are they? How would you even begin to suss that all out? Um, it's a
0: it's a big topic. It's a big topic. Um, from
1: a, a from a crime perspective, I would say one hundred percent on equipment. There's no crime here.
0: No. Um
2: no, and these people said, looking well, for I mean, yeah, may- maybe not a crime per se in that they should uh you know do any time, but would you well
1: I mean I'm and going today, to tell it, my it, daughter it, it, not to date them or spend time around them if that's where we're going. They're shithead human beings. <laughs> and is, is, and I, today, I, I will treat you slugger. like you treated that deer. <laughs> yeah, if I had a Louisville slugger on me, I'd more than likely just take it to one of their heads so, and be. Hold on. Gay hold with on. It. Di-
0: dial it back a minute. Let, this, from the article, um, those charges, right? These are the charges going against these, these kids, could include unlawful taking or possession of game, all right? Failure to wear. The required amount of fluorescent I knew this is going to end up too. Right, use of unlawful devices and methods under Pennsylvania's Game and Wildlife Code, as well as violations under the state's cruelty laws. Mm-hmm. So here we go. We're we're not even. You don't even care about. It's it's not about the animal, right? We're 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 gonna push charges because. Dude, you weren't wearing enough orange. Are, are you kidding me? Like, where where are we? Is is this Miami? Like, what what's going on? Uh, it's just
1: it's. Ridiculous.
2: Yeah, they probably walked back to where they shot from, found a shell casing there, uh, leaving your shell casings in the woods, (laughs) littering. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, do we go and you know, get rid of every kid that ever you know set a cat on fire when they were a teenager, like, and just get rid of them out of society? Because I mean, that's where we're headed. uh, 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 I'm not saying we don't just
0: just be clear.
2: I, I, I think that's a tell, personally, is, is, but... Is, is, that a, is that a large group of people that have <laughs> put cats on fire? Yes.
1: <laughs> Far larger than you probably would have assumed.
0: But it, Again, it's it's almost cultural. Um, you know, like, uh, you, you talk about cats, man. People down here... Cats Their run cats wild. Cats are delicious, There's, man. There are feral cats all over the
2: place, and people shoot them. That's people why them. Like, exists. With, In Australia... Shooting feral cats is a big thing. That's sure, like yeah. they're they're way overpopulated.
0: And and so that's okay, right? But here mm-hmm. it's a pet. In Korea, they eat dog. And you know what they do to the dog before they eat it? They beat it. Um, because adrenaline gives you – well, I, I won't say it. Uh, I, mean, cause I keep trying to keep myself – Wait, busy,
1: but, wait. You man, know, now you're contradicting a, yourself. On the one hand, adrenaline tastes good. On the other hand, it tastes bad. Make up your mind.
0: Oh, no, no, no. I think it tastes bad, but it's a big aphrodisiac. Um, and I, I will do that.
1: So you beat the dog. Yeah, that's, what, that's, what, that's,
0: you, what a, that's what a Korean man showed me one time. But um, <laughs> anyway, so that's, you, you know, but that, that's cultural. Can somebody that, please describe it's what cultural. Ben just yeah, did to really the audience?
2: I'm
1: yeah. sorry.
2: What I'm going to do is I'm going to grab a screenshot of what Ben just did. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> But it, it, it's
0: cultural, you know, and, and so at some point you have to draw the line. Was what these kids did like, okay, no, it's a pretty crappy thing to do. Um You're a pretty big scumbag if you do that, but is it a crime?
1: And and once again, let's not forget the fact that we're talking to shithead hillbilly kids that are, what, 16 and 19? He said one, they're both... One one was a minor
0: and, yeah.
1: Described them both as teenagers, one a minor, one not. So, you you know, at the Mm -hmm. oldest, the one's 19. And like I said, with all the inbreeding in upstate Pennsylvania, I mean...
0: Whoa, now. Is it a crime?
1: No, they can fuck whoever they want to.
2: I, I, I don't think it's a crime. Um, well, is that a crime in breeding upstate Pennsylvania? I mean, there's too much of it to Jeez. get rid of at this point. This I is think, ridiculous. So.
1: Are we going down this road? God, <laughs> Look, I live close enough.
2: To the Are we border. talking brother and sister people. or cousin and cousin? Because this is getting ridiculous. Well,
1: I do. I did, in fact, go to high school with a kid that <laughs> fucked his cousin. He didn't know it at the time. He found first out first cousin. I'm not entirely sure close enough that we picked on him God. and 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 just because that dude had a rough life like life gave him more punishment than we ever could, considering he they, ended up his fiance ended up not married cousin. to his dad He came <laughs> home from work one day to find his dad in bed with his fiance.
2: were they on Jerry Springer? <laughs> no
1: although I, I, we we' always told him you got to send a happy Mother's Day card it's the, it's the only real punishment you can give to her.
2: This actually almost ties back to talking about <laughs> gene editing because having sex with a family member, you're going to have a fucked up kid if, if you do. So, uh, I mean, You fair. see,
1: no, that's not – if you really get down to the science of it. It's, not, <laughs> no, a it's myth, not a myth, <laughs> but the actual rates at which it happens are pretty small. Like it, the, it definitely the, increases the rate, but not like an astronomical amount.
0: The smaller the animal um, – the less of an issue it is so like rabbits chickens etc like it's not a big deal um, as you get to bigger animals inbreeding causes bigger issues um, so with with humans you know maybe first generation not too much but you, I think you see something um, and then you know after that it just so,
1: escalates. you know me and you I mean, look and at the British royal family li- right me and John True. are more likely to have issues with inbreeding than say <laughs> a tiny little man like Pangy
2: <laughs> hey <yeah. laughs> What can I do? I'm
1: going to have lots of issues, apparently. Large man, you know.
2: A lot of people don't know this, but Ben is actually <laughs> under five feet tall. <laughs> actually, I, I've I've never met Ben in I, I, person. He could be six five. Yeah, probably. I, I
0: am. I, I have a pair of stilettos. When I when I drive, I, I I still I got. I was really upset when they made the yellow pages like online, and I just get this little sliver of a phone book now. It's <laughs> made life so much more difficult.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry you don't have much more useful on this episode.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Mm. Should we do one more? Is it a crime? Just a quick one. I think it's one, this one will be easy. So to finish up, a, uh, a Troy City councilman yes. was charged with a felony accused of lacing, love that word, lacing his ex-girlfriend's smoothie. <laughs> did- what did he lace it with? With a weed plant, as per the article. What does that mean? Could mean anything. Did he yes. take a full weed plant and put it in the smoothie? <laughs> Probably not. Probably put a little uh, THC in there in some form or another, mixed no, it up. No, no, the worst part
1: is I would I, – I haven't even read this, but I would love it if it was something where it wasn't even a THC compound, you put CBD, <laughs> in, CBD there. Yeah, she <laughs> mellow out. in there. CBD, yeah, isolate. Just thought she could have a, a more mellow day. She's been real stressed at work, put it in there to help her kind of be a little more even keel throughout the day.
0: Maybe. Maybe, and then maybe see, he was scared you know, for his life. What if he was scared for his life? What if he needed to give her some CBD so she wouldn't, like, stab him in the chest? Because she's just that high strong.
2: So it, it doesn't say how old he is, I don't think. No. If she was 17. Well, so-, so
0: I was just thinking about that. He's charged with acting in a manner injurious to a child under 17. And then it goes on to talk about committing the act in front of a 10-month-old. So, are they calling the 10-month-old that child under 17? Or is this his, his what, fiancé or whoever? It I don't was, know if you can uh, tell by the,
2: uh, by the article itself, but it wasn't the most uh, it wasn't well-researched.
0: <laughs> so, I, um, after college, I lived in Troy for uh, two years. And uh, it is a wonderful, wonderful place. Let me tell you, it uh, it ends on the it was on the ear canal. And back during Prohibition, when they uh, made everything illegal, the the that was kind of where everybody went to hang out because it had everything going on. And it, it hasn't cleared up. So um, lacing. I don't know. I, I love Troy. It's a wonderful toilet of the state.
2: So, so is it a crime? Is it a crime? Lacing unknowingly – well, let's just say – I mean, they didn't really give us details. Let's say it was a THC product. Let's say it was enough to affect her mentally. Is it a crime?
1: I don't think that actually matters. Go on. Um, bec- because there's a lot of harm that that could cause just by – to say it was a, just a standard weed mine. He brought, like, ground up some weed and put it in there. Something happens at work. Um, they have a mandatory drug test may not have affected her at all but if that yeah. shows up in her piss test she can lose her job over that. um it doesn't have to even affect her to cause harm yeah
0: good point that's that's and i think that's where it boils down to is is you know what are the effects of it you know what are, the, are there immediate effects that she crashed her car are there immediate effect, like like later effects where you know she does, she loses her job or she you know is is operating the forklift at the back of the grocery store and stab somebody. You know, Just to be clear,
1: the minute I see under 17 in this article, the first thing I'm going to tell you is she didn't file this. Her parents did. And that's why the, it doesn't look more research than it is, because they can't put her name there because she's a mother.
2: And it's so an ex-boyfriend, so it's probably someone that the parents hated. and Yeah. yeah. So she didn't. She, yeah, that's a curious angle, and, and right? She, was like, tell, she, she didn't she was
0: report t- it.
1: She She's was telling upset. a friend. Yeah, she told a friend and her parents got wind of it. It's like this one time I was living with this dude. And, you know, <laughs> he was a sex offender because he, he was banging this girl who was underage. And, like, her mom got jealous. And, like, because he wouldn't throw it in her. She, she filed the, the, the rape we, charge.
0: Western, Western New York, upstate Pennsylvania. Here we go.
1: Yeah, Mountain. yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, a guy I used to live with, uh, he was a sex offender. And he'd actually gotten the, gotten it. From, he is having sex with a 16 year old girl. Now, granted, it was disgusting because he's way too old to be doing that. One he was doing, that. but as <laughs> way so trashy as our world is, he'd actually the whole thing stemmed from the the mom of said underage girl got pissed that he wouldn't throw it in her, and so she actually went and filed the charges out of revenge. Wow. <laughs>
0: I, I, you say wow, but man,
1: it's not. No, no, around, it it doesn't.
2: Me. It doesn't surprise it, me. Not I'm not like, saying wow because you know. I'm like shocked. I'm just saying wow because that Disgusted. happens.
1: Pillheads gonna yeah, be pillheads. That's all. All it sounds like to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so oh. so do, do we? I think we all agree. Do we all agree that this is a crime? I mean, this is a violation of one's rights to put something in their drink unknowingly that could detrimentally impact them in some way I mean it could be like family a drug tests you know losing yeah. your job things like that uh, it's I definitely think a crime
1: time. but to what degree I think what yeah, it's, what's, it's what's the punishment what
2: should be the punishment for something like that make him take it
1: well I, I would actually ask how how do you how do the charges have to be brought about like can the parents bring this up on someone like does it have to be the person that was actually um, you know had the chemical induced into them? <laughs> I don't
2: know. We're, we're building this libertarian society right now, Nick. We're building it brick by brick. So you tell me.
1: So, no, no, it's. it's. Well, then we're putting the weed uh, in the water.
0: <laughs> Anytime somebody forces you to put something in your body, it's a crime. And that includes the state. And I'm going to say that and leave it there. But um,
1: yeah. But I mean, um, if the kid does, if, if the person that actually imbibed the chemical doesn't have an issue with it, I mean, it's a crime, yes. But are they're the ones that are going to have to press charges. But it's not It'd a forced. Pres- like if, pres- charts-
0: if you don't have an issue with it, it's not really forced, is it?
1: No, it's a surprise. I guess. Is there a difference between a surprise and being forced to do something? Is it I just if you like it or not? I don't
2: mind
0: some surprises.
2: Well, I think that that wouldn't be forced then, because if you like, find <laughs> out about, you're like, actually, rape? <laughs> you're like, actually, I was totally okay with with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I found out I was. <laughs> um you know i had my dad tell me stories about when like he used to have like pcp laced weed and he didn't know he was going to take. oh and, boy
2: this you should know. be you know what i'll tell you what let's do this let's end the show right here and we'll do 10 minutes a real quick bonus we'll <laughs> all right all right all right so real quick before we sign off ben you go first where can people find all your stuff
0: homesteads and homeschools.com um go there and that's, that's where it is. Homesteads. yeah. I'm, I'm going to leave it there because I'm going to trip over my words.
2: Thank all right. you. All right, Nicky P.
1: <laughs> I just go to nickpacone.com, N I C K P E C O N E. And then I'll take you to all the stuff I do, which at this point is just too much crap for me to even bother to give out the, the ORLs.
2: All right, from Nikki P, from the Liberty Hippie Ben Pangee. That rhymes. That's nice. Ooh-wee. Good branding. Uh, this is John Odermatt signing off. Always remember to keep your head up and the fires of Liberty burning.